Hello and welcome to Spherial, a Bit Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Clone334, but you know me from Twitch as Star Rambler. I'm here today with Gifted Gamer. Hello. And Footsie Sooty. Howdy. And since this is a Bit Heroes podcast, we have lots of Bit Heroes news to talk about. Jumping right in, uh, the first thing on the list for 10-10-2019, a new world boss has arrived. And it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of the bosses is really hard. So you've been grinding it, like, what, since all day today? <laughs> yeah, and a little bit yesterday when it first came out. So there's like three different dragons, and uh, the dragon has got some bling around its neck. I don't really know the names yet. He's pretty tough. There's a dragon that's like flying in the air that, to me, seems like he's probably the worst one to fight. And then there's like another one just chilling on the ground, and he's not too bad to fight. It's, it kind of reminds me of like Orlag, because like, wasn't the green one always like the really hard one? It seems like everyone has like one boss that's like harder than all the others. Yeah, like even if it's not like useful outside of it being a boss, it's still like impossibly hard as a boss. Yeah, the flying one is definitely the impossible one because I've had it where I just start into the world boss and like he kills me in the first turn. <laughs> <laughs> There's so I'm trying to find here on the Discord the names of them, but it's really hard to line them up because they don't all have the pictures. But it looks like the my- mythic one that has like four wings and is flying is Ignatus Ra with 60% block chance. And the team gains three increase three percent increased damage. Is that's probably not the one you're talking about, is it? I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, yeah, actually, I think that might be it. Okay. It also looks like, if I'm reading this picture correctly, so so there's the mythic boss that is like a flying dragon with with four wings and like dangling claw hands. That's what it looks like from the silhouette. So that that one, like I said, is Ignatus Ra with 60% block, and he gives the team 3% increased damage. Then there's also three legendaries. Gushido has 27.5 damage reduction and 2.5% evade chance. Then there's Chedzun Aiki that has 30% dual strike and 1% quad strike. And then there's Thezardin, Thezeron. <laughs> These names are crazy. Uh, with 30% <laughs> crit chance and 1% quad strike. So it seems like there's two really defensive ones and then two like really offensive ones. Yeah, the, the, look at it, the fam requirements look pretty straightforward, thankfully. But it's just, it's just a lot to put together if you want to get the mythic. Yeah. They've combined different stuff to get like a couple of different know. epics to get some of the different legendaries. It's, I don't even know if the mystic would be that good. I don't think block chance ones are very good. Yeah, they need to rework block if they want to make block familiars and even like a really good block build more viable than a straight DR one. Because even with them capping the max DR at 75%, it still, I think, just outshines block in so many ways. And like the like the accessories are just better as well. Along with augments, are better more towards DR. So for us scrubs, block is 
a percent chance to take half damage, correct? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so for example, this mythic boss with the six, he has sixty percent block chance, so it's a sixty percent chance to take half damage. Whereas something that would have damage reduction just always takes that amount less. Yeah. Yes. And something like Crowny, you can get up to like seventy five percent pretty easy. So. So you said seventy five percent is the cap, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so a little bit of um, tank. How should I call this tank theory crafting for you people that like it? So I mean, obviously it's possible to get a hundred percent block on your character and familiars with augments now. Um, so the way it's calculated is that if you have a hundred percent block, it takes that fifty percent off first. And then any extra DR you have past that then is taken off of the blocked amount. So like, like even if you have like 100% block and like 20% DR, you can't call that 70% reduction. It's actually less than that. So that's partly why block builds aren't as good, because you can get straight 75% from DR. If I'm thinking about it correctly, if you just had one or the other, 100% block chance would be the same as having 50% damage reduction, right? Yes. Yeah, so obviously like 75% damage reduction is going to be 50% better. Yes. Well, and, and the, the way that the block builds are made currently is that you can run other stuff along with them if you have some of the best stuff. Like, you don't have to run like full block augments if you have max legendary uh, block runes and the, um, the, the uh, block accessory. You can run DR ones, but I don't think you can justify enough to even get... To a point, I think that's why the PLSA DR builds are so much better because it's more accessible. There's a lot more DR sets, mythics, and um, there's a I mean, there's different mounts as well for that. And then it, it just makes more sense to just keep to one, and you can also get tons of other goodies along with it. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's just the thought process behind it for anybody that wonders why people say DR is better than block, but they don't really know why. That's at least kind of part of it. Yeah, I didn't actually know that. <laughs> so that's yeah. really helpful. Yeah, there's a whole list of how the defense stuff is processed, but that'd be for a completely different time. It would probably bore a lot of people if you weren't really interested in it. <laughs> but there was a whole process. Sometime when there's not a lot of news, we should plan on like talking a lot of that like theory stuff and some <laughs> things for like new players and stuff like that. Um, anything else about the new world boss? Uh, the mythics seem pretty sweet. Oh, that's right. We should talk about the loot that drops there. I have that pulled up. Um, there's a mythic head that drops called the Hydronus helmet that gives 3% crit chance and 3% speed. And then there's a mythic body called Hydragar stone, Hydragar stone, and it gives while fifty while above fifty percent health gain five percent absorb, and then there's also a set that drops there. It's a two piece set. Um, or wait, is this right? I think there's, there's two. two different there's sets. two sets. Okay, so there's only I only have a picture of one from each set. So that's what was confusing me. So we have a dragon skull set that apparently has an offhand, and I don't know what the other piece is. I don't know where I could find that out, but... If I wasn't in a world boss, I would tell you. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, we can just say so. So the set is is Dragon Skull. It has Triumph, Bone Shield, and Nail Storm, and then the two piece bonus is damage increased by two percent. Gain one percent damage for each ten percent health target is miss target missing. <laughs> I have to read that again. Gain one percent damage for each ten percent health target is missing. So you can basically have up to nine percent damage yes. if it's if the target's really yeah. weak, basically yeah. for eleven in total. Yeah, because it's at base two percent. That's one percent on top of that for each. So that's pretty good. Let's see. The other set is called Black Arrow. It has the Black Arrow Spear and Fire Scaler. And the two-piece bonus for that set is 2% Absorb Chance. Gain 0.5 Absorb Chance for each 10% health self-missing. So in that case, the weaker you are. Yeah. So the weaker you are, the more Absorb you need and get... Yeah, looking at the two of them, I think the DPS one's much better than the tank one. I think if if you don't have Weave and you don't want to run Mythics, then I think it'd be much smarter to run that for DPS. The tank one, I think there's better options, honestly. For even just like two-piece set, I'm sure you can make it work better. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Absorb is like very sought after. I think the sets would have been better if they were a three-piece and had another bonus to go alongside it. But yeah. two piece, two yeah. piece just isn't that good because you can't really use it. Yeah, you can't use it with Starweave. Yeah. You can, but you're not getting too much by using a two piece set versus a three piece set with the weave. Yeah, you, you might right. be able to make something with it, but Starweave only no. increases, so it gives you the bonus, but you have to have two pieces, correct? You can't mm-hmm. just have one piece of a set. So you have to wear the full set so you don't get any benefit from Starweave with these. Yeah. Yeah, and for the damage or the the tank one like it seems like you almost have to have a Starweave in order to really use it cuz that two piece isn't really going to go with anything else. Right. Cuz you're you're going to lose a bonus from something else. Yeah, I think these sets are definitely more free to play friendly in terms of not wanting to grind for weave so you kind of have these options. Although it looks like the DPS one, one of the pieces is an offhand, so I don't know where you'd really fit that into a build with the raid set being main hand, offhand, head, and body. Which would be arguably much easier to get, so... I don't know. They, they probably had some thought process behind it, but... I like the concept, though, of missing health gives you you know more yeah. of a bonus. You were farming for the mythic body, right, gamer? Yeah, which I actually surprisingly got right before we started <laughs> streaming. Yeah, I saw it pop up. So so is that one that one's really good then, I assume, if you were looking for it. Yeah. So I actually have polychromatic blaster, so I just oh, yeah. I could tear it up, but I think I want to run it with Earth and Might, which I never really invested in, so I'd have to go back to last year and farm the pieces and a whole bunch of mats to upgrade things. Hey, you just take mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I wonder how that would function with Polly. Does it affect the percent health that it activates at all? Do you know? Has anybody tested that? I have not. Polly doubles like your mythic bonuses, correct? 
Yeah, so I would assume that would give me a 10% absorb chance. Yeah, it probably doesn't yeah. change the the above 50% health, I would assume. Yeah. Somebody will probably check that at some point. Yeah, I can't imagine why it would. Yeah. Like, what would it do? Take it to 25% or something? Take it up to 100%. I, might, I mean, that's what I would think it would be if it doubled. But that would not be good. That would that exactly, would be, yeah, yeah. The cosmetic of them looks really nice. That nice, like dark purplish, bluish kind of look. I like. I don't see them on the actual character, but looking at their um their item pictures looks really good. And a side note: the person that has the the mythic body in this has three of them. Very very jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, I, <was laughs> I saw that too. That. <laughs> yeah, I haven't ran too much of it like gifted has, but. My opinion would be that the the artwork of this is very very good. They, I think they were definitely showing off the the artistic design team in this one, showing that they have a good team working on it. Because, yeah, the familiars look really really good. Yeah, I agree. I only ran a couple just to like look at the artwork, and I really like that style and like that. You know, I like fighting badass monsters. You know, like. I don't really want to fight like a popsicle or a bolt, like a, um, you know, <laughs> like a, what, what are some of the goofy ones? Like a piece of broccoli or something. I want to fight <laughs> dragons, you know, I didn't become a bit hero to fight a bowl of cereal. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a bowl of cereal is our mascot, but you don't want to fight it. You want to team up with it and yeah, <laughs> hang out. <laughs> Beat up some cotton candy while you're at it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are your, I, I think we all basically like it. Have you heard, I've heard a couple people like saying that they don't like it because it's not like pixel art enough for them. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I mean, I get where their argument's coming from, but it still is, bit based it looks i mean it's 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 hard to argue for it but i mean yeah my thought on it is is bit heroes is like it it has a like a style but it's not like it's 16 bit or or whatever 8 bit or something it's it's always been like a pixel art style but like yeah. If you just walk around and like look at like the fishing area even like this freaking tree is really detailed. And like everything has like way more detail than like just a normal pixel art. Like they're definitely taking advantage of like, you know, higher res stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see where they're arguing from, but yeah, I think that's a common theme with the entire game. Like even since like early development that it's not truly like 8-bit, 16-bit based, but it's pixel-based, like you said. Yeah, like, I'm going back and looking at, like, even, like, the detail on Astaroth. Yeah. And, like, Woodbeard has, like, a lot of detail. Like, these freaking robots. The Zol one has a Zol, lot. Yeah, Zol has, like, all kinds of skulls all over him and everything. Like, he's... Yeah. I don't think he, that the new ones, the new world boss is more detailed than than anything else that we've had yeah and like like i remember when the zol raid came out and i was like whoa like that artwork's like super in-depth and cool and then since then they've 
than everything else. So it's, I think they are definitely, I think it's definitely progressing and increasing slightly. I think this one was a slight increase on other stuff, but I still think it keeps with the pixel art theme very well. There's a like, very advanced pixel art. Yeah. Yeah. If you really look, you can still see bits, you know. No, I, mean, I, I could see where some people are, are. I like this one, but it's not their favorite world boss, just because, I mean, it has some good stuff, but. I don't know if any of the familiars will have any super good use so far. The sets are okay. The mythics aren't too bad. But, I don't know. People might not get much use out of this other than it just looks cool. Right. I think it comes down to, too, if you like the game to be more serious or more, like, goofy. Because, like, I think a balance of both. Like, you have the expedition or whatever, or the... um. Yeah, the Battle Bards expedition where they're like rock stars and then you have the invasion where it's like all food and then like I don't see any problem having this where it's a lot more serious. Yeah, they're definitely showing off the wide swath of stuff they can mediums they can go through. Yeah, I think it's good that it's not always like one thing. I have to agree. Okay, so We've been talking for like 20 minutes on the first news item. I guess we should move (laughs) on. This is another big one, though. The new Democratic Player Council has been elected. Guys, we have our new leaders. Sadly, it's not any of us. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. None of us made it. I guess I'll just be curious to see, like, what becomes of it now, you know, like when we'll first start seeing any changes of feedback they've given. Or if we'll even notice any of it, honestly. True. Very true. Yeah. What I was thinking about, first of all, is there any reason for me to like read through the list of names? I think everybody can click on it through the game and go see who got elected. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some good names in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Back to what you were saying though, about, if we'll be able to see what they do. Like I was thinking about like on, you know, in real life you get like news coverage and stuff for like politicians and like know what they voted on and stuff. So I'm curious if we will get to see what each person votes for and, and if we agree with it or not, you know, cause like when it comes time to reelect, how are we know like what whether they've done what we wanted or not? Like I'm not sure. I don't know if they can actually run again. I thought they these positions are like a one year thing, and then they get new people in maybe. Oh, I don't know. I I assumed you just ran again, and if you got voted in again, you were in again. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think they have a limit. I don't remember that. That was a while ago when they first announced it when they released those rules. Yeah, I think I just thought of, though, is I'm sure in the official Discord they're going to have a section for just them to work on, where they can all, like, general chat and everything. One thing I think would be cool if they can mess with the permissions properly on Discord is to have, like, two channels on there where there's one that's, like, an open chat to the public where they chat with each other, but we can't send messages. We can just see what they're talking about. Another one would be, like, like, like an open voting one. And then they have all of their private channels that we can't see. Mm-hmm. It's so like two right. channels we can't talk in, but we can see what they're doing. At least to like kind of keep up with like, hey, this is what the player council does, even if you don't really notice it in game. Yeah, they'll probably give us like, oh, we voted on this and 
and this was the outcome and stuff, we'll, we'll probably definitely get to see like what what they decide. I guess we'll see the results of it soon enough too, and we'll be able to tell if the game's going in a good direction or not. I guess the only time you can tell. <laughs> yep. So the Bit Heroes three year anniversary fan art contest has finished. Congrats to the winners. Guys, did you check out any of this art? I did. It's crazy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of talented people. I'm trying to see if I could pull up any of it. Uh, it's hard to talk about art on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> to, like, yeah like, I wish we could it. show it. I've always been jealous of people that have that kind of talent. Like, I've always wished I could draw or same sculpt or, you know, anything that's creative in that space. I can play instruments, and that's about it. <laughs> I feel like, you know, in my head I have a good vision, but I just can't translate it physically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of these people have been practicing for a long time. Probably. Just for this occasion. <laughs> yeah, just for this. Now now they're done. They don't have to do anything else. They knew it was coming three years ago. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Saw everything happening. Okay, let's see. What else is in the news? The Hallowed Expedition will start soon, but we didn't get a timer or anything. Same with Dungeon 4, still opening soon. Soon, TM. Yeah, we talked about that pretty good last week. I, I'm not sure if there's I, anything else to add to that. I'm just still excited curious. to see. Yeah. New PvP and Trials, or Gauntlet, sorry. Oh yeah, I skipped that one just because PvP and Gauntlet like changes every every week yeah. anyways um oh yeah we should look at are any of the rewards for pvp and gauntlet worth worth mentioning i think they're just runes yeah they're just new runes oh they are new runes this one's a shielding one four percent chance when you get hit to gain shielding equal to 10 percent of your current health yeah both of them are just rehashes of ones they had released before in events and now they're just cycling them back through a second time Definitely, if you're still looking for these specific ones, these events are good, but otherwise, I think compared to some of the previous ones in the past couple of weeks, these are probably some passes. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as other options in that same space. It's good to know. Let's see. We have uh, have a change log. So they removed Battle Bard schematics from Legendary Consumable Pool. Bully Rune added Missing Translation. Added new pet on the guild shop. Added two new cosmetic items to the fishing shop. So let's let's go on the the fishing shop, and then we'll jump back to the the pet in the guild because that's a little bit bigger. Any any? Did you even look at the the fishing cosmetics? I did not. What are they? I did. <laughs> I'm not super thrilled with them. There's a fishing boat. <laughs> That's a mount cosmetic that costs 20,000 shells, and then there's a fishing basket for 2,500 shells. I feel like that's about all there is to say on that. I guess people want more cosmetics. Yeah, I'm always, I I guess guess. it's better to have them than to not have them, but I'm not going to be spending my shells on those. I'm saving up for that mythic rod. Same. Come join me on stream as I fish endlessly for that rod. I haven't fished in a long time. I should probably start using some of the bait. <laughs> so, we have a new pet in the guild shop. It's called Honor Pin. It gives 50% chance to prevent death and heal you for, f- well, 
That's, <laughs> those numbers are, are for me, I guess. So I wish it would tell you like the percentage or something and mm-hmm. make it easier to like read these off and like, no, we can safely tell you there are better values than love boy though. <laughs> yeah. Safely. So do we think this pet is worth getting, um, for anyone at all and then all for free to play people i think it would be good for people who are struggling on the campaign like with certain flags or like dungeons that you get wiped out this could be a good opportunity to help you clear those we might see this get a little bit used just because it is 50 percent now instead of the 40 percent love boy and the and the heal range is better so people might try to make an RNG build with this, but uh, that's kind of a hard game to play and rely on compared to other pets. Yeah, I really only see it if you're stuck trying to clear a zone to progress to get to like a different tier that maybe it'd be a good pet to put in if you don't have a better one already. Yeah. And even for 750,000 honor, you could probably use that in other things in the guild shop and get more progress out of it. Because that's, yeah, I think that's equivalent to 50 average energy badge or ticket fun or pat pouches from here. So, are you better off saving up your gems and getting like an a guaranteed epic pet from one of the the large eggs? I'm saying it wrong. The uh, large egg is the smaller one, the, <laughs> the mega, mega one. yeah, from a mega egg. So, like, a, is an epic pet like I, I guess there's lots of pets to choose from, but in general, probably an epic pet is better than just getting that one for honor. Yeah, I'd say it's better, but I I wouldn't even vouch for Mega Egg honestly. I don't know how gamer feels about it, but no. I I'd honestly I'd honestly <laughs> yeah I'd rather roll hypers. Hope yeah. I guess better. I think it's more gym efficient personally. Oh really? So on my alt account where I'm totally free to play, instead of saving my gems up for a mega egg to try and get the guaranteed epic, I should just go for hyper eggs. I would just yeah. because offhand chance, let's say you get that legendary, you'll have like much more uh, materials to upgrade it versus if you saved up and bought one mega and maybe got lucky and got it. And you can also get it in one eight fifty instead of one fifty four hundred. Yeah, it's, I mean it's just our all RNG. Yeah, and then then yeah, critter jelly is definitely a very important thing that you'll need once you get it, and then the mega eggs just don't provide enough. I mean, if you're spending tons of money, then I think mega eggs are fine. But yeah, especially since you said for your free to play alt, yeah, definitely, definitely go for hyper. Or the other ones, if there's a more specific one you want, but only the 850 ones. And that goes for anything, including accessories, I would say. Which I guess those you only have the regular ones, but... Yeah, I'd rather press my luck and maybe still you get an epic out of one of them. Yeah. The chance isn't super rare for epics. Yeah, what is the epic chance? 11.8% chance to get an epic. Yeah. So it means not too terrible to get one. So, and more jelly along the way. I think I think it trades off well in the end. That's probably what I should go for first as a pet. I should open up my alt account and roll it. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> curious to know like how many rolls 
potentials you have on your alt account. I know I've been saving up. I think I have 3,000 gems on there. So you can get like just, three rolls? I'm going to do it. This is going to be a live, <laughs> live on the podcast, me logging in. I have to enable Flash. Come on, guys. <laughs> but if you guys... Oh, my God. My alt account gets BitGore today. Nice. <laughs> I got mine today. <laughs> nice. All right. Cool. So I have... 3,993 gems. Good luck. He's going so for let's, it. Let's see here. Hyper Defense Pet Egg. That's the one I want. So 850. Buy. So I got one rare, a Doughboy, and then a bunch of green ones. Buy. I got a Trout. I got a Grubs. I think I got enough for one more. I got that Parrot, Paldo. Rip. Yep. So that's definitely a rip. That's how it goes, though. Yep, pretty much every time you get 850, just roll it again. Yeah, that does make sense, though. That's good to know. You're going to hit it sooner or later. That's right. That's how it goes. All right, so <laughs> we've covered that. Um, so speaking of pets and things in in the shop, we have a new, new egg in the shop. It's the Legendary Defense Pet Egg. For ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, U.S. currency, <laughs> U.S. U.S. dollars um, <laughs> <laughs> contains one random pet, six k critter jelly, and ten k gems. Pet can be a duplicate. Limit one. What do you guys think? Uh, well, like I was talking to you offline before we started, um, I was a bit disappointed with some of the pets they included, which are the the more rare ones that were typically from ranking like one or two. So like the other week when I pushed to get number one, to get Nemrod, I mean, I felt pretty accomplished that I would have a pet that not a lot of people would have. And then here we are where somebody might get lucky and just get it for hundred bucks. Yeah. One <laughs> out of every 18 people that buys this is going to get a Nemrod. So I was pretty disappointed with that part of it that they have these pets in there yeah i was definitely gonna even mention the novelty point i didn't even uh, yeah i wasn't here when you were talking to him about that but yeah that was the one point that i thought of that was because I, I did think back to your example of when you pushed i mean resource wise i mean yeah i'm sure it was more than it, it hours of pushing. <laughs> yeah and i'm sure it sucks <laughs> knowing that yeah so we can just spend a hundred i mean yeah yeah, I think it's a fine egg. Obviously, there's better pets in there than others. It honestly depends on how much you you trust your slot's luck, I guess. <laughs> your RNG of rolling 1 in 18 of a really good pet or 1 in 18 of getting a pet that's absolutely useless. Because some epic pets are even better than some legendary ones, in my opinion. I mean, it is nice for those players that can't push rank 1 and 2 for some of these, but for those players, I mean, I don't know. I, I like that there was novelty for them to have some item that other people can't get. And I wonder if they'll do this for everything else with offense pet and both accessories. Yeah. I think everybody's going to go for the offensive one if they put those type of pets because everybody wants the uh, pumpkin. And offense accessories too. Because mm-hmm. even just even without the ones that are specific like mystery accessory event, there's just a lot of good offense accessories. And getting it for sure one will attract a lot of people. And no doubt they're making a lot of money off of this. Oh, you know they are. Cause, I mean, 
I've been watching pets pop up all day for it. <laughs> and so I've been out, what, like six hours? Yeah. Another thing to note about the value of it is that you do get 6K critter jelly and 10K gems. So if you look at it from the point of view where you would buy gems to roll for pets, you get a guaranteed pet and the gems. So it's almost like double the value. You don't have to spend any gems to get the pet. I'm not sure how to like phrase that better, but like Yeah. It just costs actual currency. You're you're basically buying gems and getting a free pet. And I mean the career jelly is nice. I think that gets you almost to three full upgrades, I wanna say. Yeah, so we did the math earlier. So twelve thousand is a full upgrade, so it's half of of a complete upgrade. So twelve thousand plus twenty, or I'm saying it wrong. Twelve hundred plus twenty four hundred is thirty six hundred. So that's seventy two hundred to upgrade three times, and then the final upgrade takes you to to twelve thousand. Yeah, am I doing that right, or did I just yell a bunch of numbers? No, I think you have it right. Twelve thousand is, <laughs> yeah. I believe, to get it fully maxed out. So yes. it starts at twelve hundred for the first level, and then you end up with twelve thousand overall. Yeah, maybe seventy two hundred for three upgrades. So it's pretty close. You'll have to do some other rolling or buy yeah, other but stuff. But that is a huge chunk of critter jelly, which is previously notoriously hard to get. You can use the ten thousand gems it gives you to get the rest. I guess. <laughs> that is true. Oh man, I the more we talk about it, the more I just want to like buy it to see what pet I get. <laughs> Cuz my I only have one legendary pet and it's Urgoff. So the only thing that would really be beneficial to me in here, I feel like is Tobert, but I like almost every other cosmetic. <laughs> so it'd be a $100 cosmetic. Yeah, and some of the other novelty ones are pretty good like like what we realized with gamers is that Nimrod's Nimrod's actually really good, along yeah. with some of the other ones. Oh yeah, I love him so much. I guess you just have to hope you don't get a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys, I love Snut. Snut is like the funniest one to me. Like, why is it called Snut? Maybe it's like a play on like snot. Oh, maybe he's like a nut and a snot. Gross. It's really cute though. <laughs> so in conclusion on this pet bundle probably good value for somebody that doesn't already have a pet or even if they do have one i mean it's that's not bad it's just you have to hope you don't get the one that you already have and i mean it is a hundred us dollars so <laughs> right but if you were gonna roll for a pet you could easily spend a hundred dollars and not get anything yeah very true so this way, you're guaranteed to get a legendary pet. I think that if I was considering rolling for a pet, this would be the way to go. I'm curious if they'll bring this type of offer back again, if they'll ever rotate through, or if this is like a special testing the waters kind of thing right now. I think if it makes them a lot of money, it's we're going to see it fairly often. Yeah, I think we kind of saw it with the Brain $100 one the other week. I think they're just testing out which ones work. I mean, this is these are some concepts some people have recommended. Some people have disagreed, but I, mean, I guess it doesn't hurt to try. 
Thoughts on any of the other bundles? We got a new Odegore bundle, 1,200 gems and Odegore and the cosmetic for 1999 U.S. dollars. Yeah, so it's $30 cheaper than the original one they released, which had three Odegores in it, and I think some more gems as well. So, I mean, it's not as good of a value, but it is cheaper, so there yeah, is I'm that. I'm kind of hoping it'd be like at least two of them, not just one. Yeah, honestly, I think Odegore as a boost is kind of disappointing. Especially since they're giving out Bitgores now. Having 500% for 24 hours for free compared to 500% for 4 hours for 20 bucks is... Eh. Yeah, I I agree. You should get a a couple Odegores for this. Even Bitgores, 600% for 6 hours. Like, it's just, it's in a bad spot for just one of them. I think they need to fix that one, but they won't probably, so I don't know. Did you get this adorable poppy cosmetic? <laughs> it is cute. You know what? For console members, any console members listening to this, I want a Bubgore cosmetic. That's like the only one that like never got a cosmetic. Like the original gore. I would love a floating Bubgore around my body. <laughs> So, see what you can... Can you do this for me, console members? Much appreciated. So, the only other thing in the news is the changelog for 10-11-2019. And there's quite a few things in there. Some of them we've talked about already, um, like the the pin honor and stuff like that. But um, any thoughts just on this changelog in general? I think it's just nice seeing some of the changes, seeing that they are fixing stuff constantly and listening to community feedback. Yeah, it is nice to have a change log just because some of this stuff in the past would just happen. And if you weren't like on the Discord or like talking to people, like you would wouldn't know about it. Guys, do you want to do a couple uh dev suggestions? Sure. This one we don't won't have to discuss very much because I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on like three different podcasts and I think Zeldy must have been listening to us. Um, it says, I have an idea for the announcement system should put it on the banner, but have an okay button to click when you read it to make it disappear. <laughs> We've been complaining about those pop-ups for quite a while. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> I thumbs that one up. I don't think we have to go too in depth on this, on that one. This is an interesting one. I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. So, this is what we were just talking about, actually. Yeah. So, Matthew plays 34. He wants to change the day 30 login reward. So, instead of having a Bitgore, he wants to have six Odegores. Both of them are the same percent for the same bonuses and basically add up to the same amount of time. Um, what do you guys think? Should they change the bit gore that we get to six Odegores? I think it would crush the value they get from cells for Odegore. Yeah, because why I completely agree with this change. I mean, they would not—they wouldn't sell Odegores anymore. Basically, yeah, Odegore would just be a reward. They could sell bit gores, and I think that'd be—I think buying bit gores is smart. But yeah, Odegore would just be a reward on paper. The math adds up to being the same amount of value, but in practice, six Odegores is way better than a Bitgore. Like, usability. By, yeah. b- 
yeah, by tons, just because a bit gore is twenty four hours, correct? So, so no one is gonna be able, like you're gonna do a twenty four hour grind, like that's just insanity. Like I'm sure somebody's gonna do it, but like realistically, you're gonna get part of that. You know, maybe maybe you grind more than others, and you can get. 18 hours or something out of that but you're going to be tired you're going to be exhausted by the end of it whereas with the odegores you can just spend those you know one a week two a week and then by the time you run out of them you're going to have more at the end of the month yeah i mean if they want to go towards player friendliness this is definitely a change they should make but i also see why they would keep it the same especially since they just added this system with more days. Yeah, actually, yeah. the dev suggestion above that... Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, is from Hermes, and he gives, like, he just laid out a whole change for everything. He wants, like, a ton yeah. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we can um, highlight it if you want, but, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it, but we can also probably... Yeah, so I just more. think... I think there's a balance that needs to be struck. So, for example... He didn't doesn't have any stat points yeah. on this, and they do give us stat points like nine stat points a month. Is which that is how really, it? Yeah, which works out. Or which is, is really it nice. Six? That's uh, six. Yeah, it's six. Which so that's still really, still really nice. Um, and then I mean, tons of gems it has. But you know, I'm not saying that that either of these people are saying this, but sometimes it's like, just give us everything for free. So we don't have to play the game, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think the this one speaks to it more because it has both legendary enchant and then especially legendary schematic. I think that's one that should definitely not be on there. Giving away a free legendary schematic every month is not smart for the game. Yeah, because <laughs> like we all know this, like like the higher level players will grind through all the content get everything and then they don't have anything to do for like a month or so until like more stuff comes out Mm -hmm. and you you know the high level players they expect that and and they've already spent their money and everything on it but for everybody else like i i like having something to grind for you know like i like having a goal in mind and things to work towards and I don't want the game to just hand me everything because if I did, I would just go play a different game. You know, there's lots of games that kind of just hand you things. Whereas bit heroes is, is the grindiest game. Bit heroes is life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you got, do you agree with me though? Like, I don't know. Like, obviously getting some nice things is nice, but, at the same time, like yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. You don't. I don't want everything. Some things are nice. It shouldn't be everything that you struggle to get with. Some things should be a struggle to get because eventually, like if they made these changes, and the next step would be, hey, give us a free star weave. I yeah, mean, like, like that's the path it would go along eventually. Yeah, like give me a free set when the raid comes out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, or like free like. Material to up tier everything, so we're all maxed the new tier instantly. 
Like it, like it will yeah. slowly progress. If if they gave way and gave us more, it would eventually get to that. Right. Yeah. That's that's like a power creep that I don't like seeing. Yeah, I think some equivalent changes are okay. Kind of like the Bitgor to Odegor one. Even that one's probably almost on the verge of that. But one like this, I think there's too much power creep in this one, and yeah. not enough TS. I agree on that as well. Here's here's a we'll do one more because I really like this one. Um, this comes from Gene Valjean and says, add a practice mode button for every zone in the game to run the zone without resource cost, but also without any rewards. What do you guys think of a practice button? I think, yeah, I think reading the rest of it, though, is why I wouldn't want it, especially the last part, because he goes on and says, uh, especially about getting... Uh, to experiment with new gear setups, new team setups without wasting resources. But the last part is this part I definitely disagree with, where it says, especially useful in Expedition, where it's very hard to know where to start each portal's difficulty level. I think that's part of Expedition. The process every time, knowing where to start, what might fail, what will still probably fail, even when you think you have it set. It shouldn't be something you can mess around with and then get consistent runs constantly. Yeah, I think they want you to spend resources, and then if you run out, you got to buy more yeah and like something should be difficult where you don't really know if it works or not. like like if that was also in trials and gauntlet then maybe not i think raid this would be fine it's like especially raid i think a practice mode would be very nice and maybe for like even like maybe the d4s like like the the ancient dungeons maybe but i think the only use i think people would really want this for is raids hmm yeah, I was all for this at first, but now hearing you, like, I think you've changed my mind because even for, like, the the dungeons and stuff, like, part of that, the excitement of that is spending your energy and going in there and seeing if you can make it or not. If you can just... Yeah, like, success feels really good when it pays off and, like, you wouldn't really feel that payoff. If you yeah, just... if you can just, like... Yeah like even for raids like when a new raid comes out it's fun to be like oh can i can i do heroic yet like should i should i try to get in there should i should i do that and then you like don't quite make it and you're like oh man and then you gotta like wait and try again and if you could just go in there with no consequences and see if you can do it or not and be like oh no i'm not gonna spend my energy on that like it does seem like it would take something away from the game yeah it's one of those feelings this game gives you where it's definitely the hard grind and it pays off when it works or when you get that one thing you've been looking for and it would yeah. slowly take some of that away i feel like yeah and then you'd also feel you'd have to like be inclined to like run practice ones before like doing everything like a new raid would hit and you just have to like run your practice one, see if you can do it or not. <laughs> I, I guess, don't know. I guess people even like not running any re, like rage shards at all until they do practice runs for like two weeks until they get a team working. Right. Which they just have wasted shards that they could use elsewhere. But like that, I don't know. I just don't like the concept of that personally. That's really interesting. All right. I changed my thumbs up to a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> you guys convinced me. All right, um, so that was all the news. That was the dev suggestions I wanted to talk about. I think we're going to wrap it up. This has been actually a longer episode. Um, 
Guys, I'm Clone334. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash starrambler. I try to stream fairly often. Mostly right now I'm, I'm fishing because I want that mythic rod. So come hang out and keep me company while I'm repeatedly clicking on a fish. I'm a gifted gamer. You'll pretty much just find me in-game grinding materials endlessly as I try to upgrade stuff. And I'm Footsie Sodi. You'll find me at twitch.tv slash FOTC underscore SOTY. You'll find me playing tons of games I might know what I'm doing, but I probably don't. I'm going to fail anyways. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, I hope you get some legendary loot or some sets or some mythics. And see ya.